to the next page Flip turn to the next chapter Flip turn to the next day Flip turn to the next one Welcome to Life on 11 Podcast. I'm Destiny. And I'm Xavier Quarterman. And we are on episode three of Life on 11 Podcast. Let's go. So excited. I was waiting for you supposed to go crazy right there. I'm so excited. (laughs) You're over here dancing on the couch. (laughs) They can't see that. That's my (laughs) excitement. Anyways, we're so excited to be on episode three. Um... We just really appreciate family and friends mm-hmm. for just amazing feedback and being able to share things with people. And yeah, I think sure. one of the most impactful things we heard was that like people can relate and they love the vulnerability. Yeah. Because it has been difficult to do these podcasts because it is vulnerability and a lot of um, transparent moments that we're mm-hmm. sharing with the world. So yeah, thank you sure. guys for that feedback. So we're getting to parenthood. All right. So first time parenting, Uh, as many of you may know, we had a miscarriage in December of 2020, uh, which plays a big part of our parenting now with our daughter. Mm -hmm. So shout out to our little angel in heaven. We love you. We love you so much. Yes. Think about you all the time. Can't wait to meet you one day. Yes. So we found out that we were pregnant. When we first moved in our new house, mm-hmm. um, so I kind of knew that I was pregnant, but I didn't tell Xavier, and like I, I didn't take a pregnancy test yet, so I like wasn't sure. Yeah, I your was boy like, need proof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was late. Um, so I was like, maybe I'm pregnant. I don't know. So we were like moving in. And then I think when everyone left that was helping us, I was like, I, I think I'm pregnant. Yeah. So we kind of pushed it off a little for a few days because mm. we were kind of trying to settle in still. Yeah. So then I went and got a pregnancy test. I took it and it was positive. And Xavier, he's very like, I don't believe it. Nah. You got to take like 20. I need a couple of those things. <laughs> I need a couple of y'all on uh, uh, one, one accord. I, I need y'all on one, one accord. Yeah. So I took like three and they're all positive. <laughs> And then we went to the doctor and yeah. And this is like the first week, first yeah. or second week of us <laughs> getting to a house. Yep. And then we got, we got Duke, our Husky. It was like, yeah, right around that time too. So it was mm-hmm. like, we lost like space. <laughs> so yeah. We got here. Like, so not only were we moving into a house, now we have a baby on the way. So could you share a little bit of your journey of this pregnancy with us? Yeah. So. Thanks. <laughs> Um, so this is my second time being pregnant. So I know the first time I was very like, am I, with my stomach growing? Like, mm-hmm. I can't wait for my belly to get big. Yeah. So this second time I kind of really enjoyed it and embraced it and, um, wasn't really worried about like if my stomach was growing or whatever. So, uh, just really like enjoying it and embracing every moment. So what did you experience during your three trimesters? Okay, so the first trimester, um, because I had the miscarriage, I felt very worried this time during the whole first trimester. It was mm-hmm. a lot of worry, like um, 
if there was just a little thing that I felt was wrong, I was like, oh my God, like what's wrong? We need yeah. to go to the doctor. Yeah. There was even one time where we went to the hospital because we thought something was like wrong. Like, yeah. It was just, mm-hmm. I was having a lot of cramping and it was just like um, scary. So we went yeah. to the doctor, everything was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of worrying um, on top of like morning sickness and even the car rides were really hard because mm-hmm. I would get like car sick. So definitely needed my snacks yeah i was a hungry girl (laughs) but yeah um that's what i experienced mostly um with the first trimester um second was very smooth uh that's when my stomach really started to start showing Mm -hmm. um which i really enjoyed and um started to feel like she started to kick and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that was also fun. Like just feeling the little movements and stuff like that. Um, so second trimester was really smooth. Like I was like, no more morning sickness. Yeah. This is awesome. <laughs> uh, and then the third one was the toughest, I think, because of the lack of sleep. I like barely yeah. slept. I was always in a lot of pain, like at night. Um tossing and turning a lot because Mm -hmm. my joints would be like sore for laying on one side for so long. I would have like, uh, like hip pain and like, um, Charlie horses were like every Mm -hmm. night almost. Like you woke up out of a nightmare some night. (laughs) Yeah. Like waking up (laughs) out of nowhere, just in so much pain. Like I couldn't even like stretch, like, you know, in the morning when you like stretch, I couldn't even do that because I would, I would get a Charlie horse. (laughs) So I was like, dang, I can't even stretch now. Yeah. So that and also mentally it I was tired like mentally because, you know, I had to get up and go to work the next day. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was tough as well. Um, So, yeah. What was your experience like during the trimesters? Yeah, my experience was figuring out how I can help. Right. Because, yeah, you know, you're going through a pregnancy and most of the things I can't really, you know, help. So I. We eventually figured out different things, like I would give yeah. you foot rubs, you know, if you needed some, something or if you couldn't bend over, like get your shoes and yeah. put your shoes on and stuff like that. Uh, at first, it was definitely tough because it was kind of like, what can I do? Mm-hmm. And I think at this time, I'm still struggling with the miscarriage, yeah. because, especially the first trimester, because mm-hmm. that's where, you know, we experienced that loss. So yeah. leading up to the second trimester, it did help. But it, I was kind of like you, like every little thing was like, <gasps> yeah. you know, like mm-hmm. a moment where you're kind of like thinking back. So I was in the meantime trying to validate everything you were going through. Yeah. And at the same time, like also myself be hopeful to be positive for you. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like still experiencing my level of grief. Yeah. And my own worries. And so that was something I had to figure out and to also create a secure environment for you you know, mentally, spiritually, and physically. So leading up to the delivery, um, it was a cool experience. Checking into the hospital, packing our bags, like knowing we're coming back to the house, mm-hmm. you know, with a little package. Yeah. Um, you had a schedule and induction because they had concerns about Zalea's head and her belly size. Yeah. Um, so we get into the induction and we're getting close to delivery. So mm-hmm. I know that's a big thing for women. like the delivery so could you give us uh just your experience of that yeah so i planned to do natural i was like i'm gonna go natural like no low medication like no epidural mm-hmm. like i'm gonna i'm gonna 
go through this and experience <laughs> everything uh, that you experienced during labor. <laughs> yeah, it was like, I wanted to be like She-Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I wanted to go all natural. And like, once I got to like the six or eight centimeter, I was like, I cannot. Like, this is too yeah. much pain. So the doctor can get me epidural. And that kind of sped up the process. And she was born. Yeah, with with that... I remember we had to kind of like talk to Destiny. I was like, listen, babe, like, it's okay. Like, if y'all know Destiny, like, she don't back down from challenges or difficult situations. So we had to kind of talk to her and be like, listen, babe, like, it's okay. There's no trophy. Yeah. There's no medal. (laughs) You know, we're like, we know you're strong, you know, Mm -hmm. and kind of just do what's best for your body and for the baby. And so proud of you for just taking that you know what i'm saying because i know you're really (laughs) determined to do it all natural yeah and i mean there's nothing wrong with uh getting an epidural or or any way your pregnancy goes about whether it be like c-section or at home yeah um or natural like whatever your case is it's that's just how that's your story of your pregnancy and labor so so now on christmas eve we brought little Zalea home, and one of the things we were first confronted with is that having a child is nothing like you see on Instagram and social media, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think when we post our babies and we just had a baby and stuff like that, we post the good moments. Like we, we post the amazing moments. Oh, they're giggling. Oh, they're smiling. And then they're sniffing. <laughs> post all those beautiful things, but like in reality, it's like... It's a lot of challenges that we have to face. And we were hit in the face with that because we see that. So, babe, could you give us um, some examples of some things we went through? Specifically, you went through this. I definitely, the first night, like, boom. Mm. Like, I was so overwhelmed. Yeah. I was like, what the heck do I do? Like, Why did you do this? (laughs) I have a little baby. Take it back. Well, my, my, my concern was the feeding part because... Breastfeeding was very tough for me. It was very painful. Mm-hmm. So I was concerned that is she eating like well? Is she getting enough like to get full and stuff stuff like that? So I was concerned about that. And also like sleeping and yeah. like her sleeping and how long should she sleep? When should I wake her up? And mm-hmm. all these things I see on social media and books mm-hmm. that people read about like they share advice on what you should do, what you shouldn't do. And I was trying all these things, mm-hmm. you know, and it was good things, but they weren't working for us. Yeah. And I was getting overwhelmed. I was feeling like a bad mom because I'm like, man, she's not doing this that they're saying or she's not doing that. And it yeah. was just like very hard and overwhelming. So I had to just unfollow it. Like every social media <laughs> yeah. that had to do with parenting and mothering and kids and yeah. and all that and just stick with my gut and whatever worked for her and us, that's what we did. Yeah. So. Yeah. There's a couple of nights we had to step back and be like, it's okay. Like, yeah, it's, for, it's okay for us to not have everything in the world together. Mm-hmm. It's okay for us to not be pros at this right now. and. Still, we was like super hard on ourselves and it was yeah. difficult, but then we just had to keep giving each other that grace and like patience to like, this is a learning process. Like we don't just come home and just like everything be good. 
Yeah, and there was definitely like a lot of breakdowns in mm. that. And um like she'd be crying and I'd be crying too. Like yeah. we'd be crying together. <laughs> like we'd be in this together, girl. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was a lot. And even now, like she's ten months and I mean I still have some breakdowns and it's tough, but it's definitely like fun so yeah. far. So Yeah, like another conversation we constantly have is what type of privacy do we want to have for our family? Mm-hmm. Because neither is right or wrong. Like people have their their freedom to post what they want. Yeah, yeah. But there's some people who just like to post the umbilical cord mm-hmm. and spell names with umbilical cords, and the baby still got blood and all fluids on it. Then there's some people who don't like to post at all. So yeah, the conversation we kind of have it we had to have is what type of privacy do we want to have for our family? Mm-hmm. And because there is this pressure to post your child all the time. Yeah. You know, there's this pressure to capture every good moment so that everyone sees it. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side, like, yeah, we can be, you can be missing that moment that is only meant for you and your family. Yeah. So we had to find what, you know, worked for us as far mm-hmm. as like social media and things like that. Mm-hmm. So what was your experience like growing up as far as seeing parents roles in the kid's life? Yeah, so growing up, I honestly did not see males engage with infants. Mm -hmm. It was always just an infant is always with the mom. The mom's always changing the diapers. The mom's always doing the feeding. And the men just kind of go to work. You know, he's the breadwinner. Mm -hmm. Um, But for some reason, within me, I'm like, man, I kind of want to figure out how to engage more. So I didn't really have a reference for that. Yeah. And so I kind of struggled a bit because I'm like, I can't breastfeed. She wants her mom. You know, I hold her. She's squirming. But then when she's with her mom, she's, you know, calm. Calm. (laughs) So that kind of came to a place where I had to confront what is a father and how does a father interact with their infant? Mm -hmm. And I appreciate you being patient with that. Um, Because I know one end, you could have just been like me, 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 my, my, my. And you had to trust me. Even though we're married, Mm -hmm. when that baby's there. And this, yeah. you know, y'all bonded. Um, it takes trust. So appreciate you giving me that space. And I was able to eventually find that. Mm-hmm. I was finding that my mornings, you know, because you did some of the nice stuff. So the mornings I would take her. Yeah. You know, you helped me learn how to change a diaper and feed her. Because those things, that didn't, they didn't come very natural to me. Like yeah. the poop and the snot. And, and, and baths. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I began to really get into a... A rhythm with the mornings i would feed her change her diaper and mm-hmm. she would fall asleep in my arms for three hours i'll binge watch the show with my airpods in <laughs> she'd wake up and it was just really cool i really enjoyed it but it did take me um letting go of what i thought a gender role was mm-hmm. like i had to kind of like let that go and discover it for myself and discover what it was for us yeah um so as a new mom what were some of your challenges I think the biggest challenge was asking for help because Mm -hmm. like you, I felt like as a mom, I have to do everything. I have to feed. I have to clean. Mm -hmm. I have to like do everything. Yeah. So I really appreciated you for wanting to be involved and wanting to help, which at first it was like hard because it was like, okay, you want to help. But I'm still like, I have to do everything. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I, 
I had to get to a point where I was comfortable with being like, oh, can you help me with this yeah. or that? And so, yeah, I really appreciate you like wanting to, yeah. you know, be involved in stuff like that. Um, also, a challenge I had was like <laughs> waking up every three to four hours at night. Yeah. Yeah, that was tough, which you helped a lot. You it know? was tough. Yeah. My God. Tough. So, yeah, because of the lack of sleep, it was definitely like mentally like tiring. Mm. Yeah. So let's get into that. Like what was the mental toll that it took on you? Because your mental health at this point, though your mom and your focus Mm -hmm. is your child, like you still had to be good. Yeah. You know, so what was that like trying to take care of your mental health and still be a mom 24 hours a day? Yeah. So it was a struggle um, because I did experience postpartum. I mean, it wasn't too bad, but it was definitely like sadness, like depression. Um, it was, I felt like I was like not happy. Yeah. Not because we had a kid, but it was just like inside. I just didn't mm-hmm. feel happy. Yeah. And it's all new. And I'm so used to just me and him, like, or me and you. Like, yeah. it's just me and you. We can do whatever we want, whenever we want. Yeah. And so now we have a baby and we kind of have to adjust our lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, so I struggle with that a lot. Um, even up till recently, honestly, mm-hmm. like I had to really yeah. come to terms with we have a kid. And I think what has helped me is now we do more stuff with her. Like, yeah, we go to Disney, we go out to yeah. eat, we do things that make parenting fun. Yeah. So that really helped me with my postpartum and. Um, everything that I dealt with as far as that. Yeah, so. that's that's good. I definitely agree with that. Um, it's definitely a change because now I can't go out to eat with my boys like I want to. Yeah. I couldn't go to Top Golf. Mm-hmm. My boys like I wanted to. It was like your priorities change, your whole life changes. And you have to be ready for that transition, which I don't think you can be ready ready for that transition. You can't yeah. really prepare for that. But I think the key point is like just kind of changing our perspective on, okay, like we can't do what we used to do, but how can we still mm-hmm. spend that time? And what does that look like with babies later in our lives now? Yeah. And I think, right. You said it up to this point, like we've just been doing more things. Like mm-hmm. we can't drop her off every week to go to Disney or something, but we can take her with us. Yeah. Yes. It's a little more effort, but mm-hmm. we're still getting to spend that time together. Yeah. And I think when we don't do that and when we didn't do it, like bitterness can creep in or like yeah. regret or you like, man, like you start reminiscing yeah. too hard on before she got there. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, like you start <laughs> uh, glorifying your past. Yeah. Like, man, it was better back then. And it's, it's not that it's better. It's just different. Yeah. And so I think another important thing that we do really well right now, and it took some time for us to get to it, mm-hmm. is understanding when one of us needs a break. Yeah. And being willing to step up like. So like, for instance, like share your mindset on when I get home from work. Yeah. I think that's a great example. So when he gets home, you know, I'm probably just cooking for dinner or whatever. And Zelay is playing. Mm-hmm. So I would. He comes home. I let him go upstairs and relax, shower, watch a show, whatever the case. Mm. And once he's done, like we eat dinner and stuff. Then it's my turn to like shower mm-hmm. or read a book or <laughs> yeah. watch a show. Yeah. And then, um, you know, by her bedtime, we're kind of like getting her ready for bed. And then 
that's our time together after yeah. she's down. Mm-hmm. So we kind of like finally got like a good schedule on, yeah. you know, yeah. when it's our time, when it's like all of us together. And yeah. then, you know. Yeah. If you can figure out that schedule and like teamwork, cause yeah, it shouldn't be one has to give up everything. Mm-hmm. Neither one of you should have to give up, should have to give up everything. Um, because I think in that time we spent apart, I understand you need your time that makes you you. So whether that's yeah. reading, um, watching shows, whatever. And then, mm-hmm. And that time that you give me, which I really appreciate, like it really mm-hmm. does. It helps me transition from work perform mode to like being home. Yeah. Um, that helps me kind of like recharge. So whatever I need to do and just giving each other that space. And then also like when you need to go out, like you need mm-hmm. to go out you with one of your cousins or one of your girls, whatever, yeah. and vice versa. I think the teamwork um, is really key. And mm-hmm. that ties into like us keeping our mental health good because if we aren't good then we're not know, good for we're not her. good parents yeah. I, I read a book um and the book talked about the best thing you can do for your child is love your wife yeah just to make your marriage work because you're just going to be an example for them mm-hmm. and they also acknowledge you know not everyone has this scenario but even then they're watching and you can create a healthy relationship yeah. relationship for them to see so about parenting styles, what are some of the conversations that we've had to have? Yeah, so with you being raised in a Puerto Rican household and me being raised in an African-American household, um, we're obviously raised completely different. Well, not completely different, but definitely mm-hmm. different in yeah. a lot of ways. And when Leia was here, you know, got here, we were forced to have those conversations. Mm-hmm. And so... I think it forced us to create our own culture of raising our child. Yeah. To rate, uh, to create our own culture of parenting and that style, which, you know, at times I personally know for me, I struggle with it at times because it felt like maybe I was dishonoring um, my culture or how I was raised. Mm-hmm. And we had to come to a place where we didn't feel guilty for creating something new for our child that we felt was best. Yeah, I agree. We definitely had to find what works for us, um, especially like we were working as a team mm-hmm. and we got a lot of advice um, and it was good advice, but it just didn't help for us. I mean, yeah. it was from like people we really um, looked up to, yeah. like our parents or like books or, you know, different things that yeah. it wasn't bad advice. It just wasn't what we felt was right. Yeah, I think the cool thing is we kind of took a little bit of everything that was shared with us and we were kind of able to pick and choose, you know, kind of just using our gut and our instinct um, on what we, th- you know, thought would work, kind of making it our own. So mm-hmm. I think that's what really helped. It's not that we didn't need the advice. I think that it kind of just laid a couple of things out before us and we were able to kind of go and choose. And I think the big thing for me, and it, maybe you can agree, is that not feeling guilty for doing that. Yeah. Um, because your parenting style may be different than it is for the, you know, when sh- that child's around the family. Mm-hmm. And then another big thing is you're creating this new culture. But now that when this child's around certain family members, like you have to be there to implement the boundaries. Yeah. Right. And that's. Uh, a big thing that we're going to continue to learn Mm -hmm. for sure 
one lesson I'm continually learning is that this whole thing is just a learning curve. It's not really mastering and like a couple told us today, you're always going to mess up. You're going to make mistakes with your child. And so, like I mentioned in the beginning, I struggle with insecurity of like how to be a dad. Like, how do I do this? You know, what's the right way to do it? And the reality is, it's just being. It's just Mm -hmm. being who I am is being present and learning along the way. And I think that's all like our children really look for us to do. Um, And there's so many outside pressures and there's so many standards that are pressed on us by social media, TV, movies and stuff like that. Yeah. But just allowing yourself to just set yourself free from those standards and to just be yourself and to allow yourself to make those mistakes and to just do the absolute best you can. So I just, I tell myself that and I'll, I encourage people listening, whether you have one kid, you don't have children yet, or you have 10 kids or you have grandkids, whatever that is. Mm. I think they can agree with that too. That is great. So what do you think about that, babe? Yeah, that's good. I mean, I know for me, like I said earlier, like I had the most peace parenting when I did what worked for us, mm-hmm. you know, because when I tried to um, do what all these other people were telling me to do, I was like so stressed and so overwhelmed and like it wasn't going right. Mm-hmm. So I would really encourage any parent to really just go on your gut and what you feel is right because only you know because that's yeah. your um your child so yeah so on a serious note one of the things i really 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 love about parenting is actually creating the child mm-hmm. um yeah i just feel like i had to say that <laughs> okay yeah i love I that about parenting <laughs> uh you know it's just you know parenting's great uh <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so let's share a little bit about a little butt i need to get out of oh my god uh <laughs> let's share a little bit about our little bundle of joy though that makes all of this worth it right like it's not just mm-hmm. tough it's not just difficult but it's truly worth it when you get to raise this little bundle of joy we got so tell us about Lizzie. Yes, I enjoy being Zelaya's mom. Uh, she's so funny and full of personality. Yes. Like, she makes us laugh, like, every day. I don't even know it. Yeah. <laughs> she's, like, looking at both of us, like, what are y'all doing? She's just the best ever, like, so active. She yeah. likes to move. She does mm-hmm. not stay still unless she's sleeping. And um, that's, that's barely. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but it's, there's a lot of tough moments, but all the smiles and laughs, um, bring those tough moments, happiness, and it's all worth it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I know for me, um, she kind of helped me come to a place to like start healing. Mm -hmm. Um, and also just in better health because a lot of the time that we would probably spend like maybe scrolling or watching TV or something like yesterday, we just probably sat on the floor for two hours and just played with it. Right. Like, yeah, it was just, it's just good for your soul. Um, and she's really been that for me, especially, you know, from the miscarriage. Um, 
and just 2020 in general, like, I, I don't know about anybody else, but I'm still recovering mm-hmm. from some of the things that happened. And so she's really just been a great source of just healing and just taking a deep breath and enjoy life. Yeah, for sure. So. Yeah, I agree. Like, she's definitely taught me patience as well. Oh, my God. Like, for <laughs> sure, for sure. So my patience is, like, at an all-time high right now. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, she's, I would definitely have a, a greater level of patience as well. Yeah. Um, I thought I was patient until, like, <laughs> I'm trying to change her diaper and she's kicked me in the chest. Yeah. And like she's like kicking and trying to roll over and you're trying to put on a diaper and mm-hmm. she's very, very vocal. Yeah. Very vocal. And that's one thing I learned. I thought like, man, she just likes to cry a lot, but she's just she's expressive. Yeah. And learning your child, like, you know, yeah, yeah, like, that's- she, like she just screams. Like it's not even a cry scream. It's just like she's so excited. And yeah. Like, just screaming to the top of her lungs. Yeah, we were in a restaurant last night and she's just having fun screaming as loud as she can yeah she wants the whole and hear, restaurant yeah and hearing her her voice echo mm-hmm. throughout the whole restaurant we're like man she's fine she's just having fun <laughs> like people look <laughs> yeah. at us so, so no she she's definitely been worth all of it and and we we love our little girl yes we love her so much she's just been so amazing to us and we just look forward to continually raising her yeah. And loving on her and teaching her and her teaching us. She's teaching us a lot. Mm-hmm. Man, this was all really good stuff. I really enjoyed this conversation, babe. But we are concluding episode three on first time parenting. Yes. Man, I really enjoyed this. Thank you all for tuning in. Anything else you want to say before we let the folks go? Yeah, like we always say, we really want to appreciate and thank you guys for tuning in and listening and supporting us and Mm -hmm. giving us feedback. Yeah. We truly, truly are thankful for that. Uh, If you want to contact us, you can email us at lifeon11podcast at Mm -hmm. gmail.com. If you have us on Instagram, you can DM us, um, ask us questions, whatever you feel. Yeah, we're here for it. Yeah. So we thank you guys. Uh, Tune in to episode four next Sunday. And yeah. We are out. Y'all live life on 11. Take care. Love y'all. Be safe. Peace. Bye.